Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, Here's Chris Weaver. No time to waste. It's Thursday night. It's action-packed. It's beer show night here on 1500 ESPN Online. You can find us at 1500ESPN.com. My name is Chris Reavers with Mike Fratelloni of Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. And we're going to start out with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. The best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks. Corner of Hiawatha and 42nd, South Minneapolis, and in White Bear Lake. Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Tom is here this evening representing Elevated. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you? I'm above average. Doing great. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Thursday night. I love beer I thought show. you said this was the worst day of the year because baseball is officially over. Well, it is the worst day of the year because baseball is officially over, but uh, I'll, I'll power through because you know what? We're one day closer to spring training. Opening, what, it, what, it's <laughs> opening Pitchers day is April 5th, Pitchers right? Pitchers and catchers, No, yeah. March 29th next year. Yeah, but April 5th, home on. Oh, opener. I see what yes. you're saying. Yes, okay. yes. So, anyway, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> what's new at Elevated, sir? Well, we're excited about a new promotion here. Uh, we got our friend Joe Shea uh, from Left Hand Brewing to talk about Nitrovember. November, it's all about the nitro. So, uh, you know, Joe's been a friend of the show, a friend of uh, our, our shop, and uh, he's back here to talk a little bit about what all the cool stuff that's going on with left hand. And Joe, I do want you to know that, yes, I did wear my Faribault baseball shirt specifically for today, knowing that you were going to be here this evening. I appreciate that, but you know, <laughs> uh, oh, it's on a Faribault rivalries run deep. It is one of the best in the entire state, and you and I can t- uh, can attest to that firsthand. So, he was talking about some football game that happened. That oh, was yeah, Faribault got rocked. It was, <laughs> didn't they? It was embarrassing. 61-0, I think. 61 nothing, which I believe was the same score my f- senior year. Oh, nice. Oh, a ton of beating Fairbow. Yeah. Wow. Does Fairbow have a team? Or are they just... we got some problems. Okay, good. We're a little shorthanded. Sure. And then uh, just and a shout out to my skill. Huskies who are in uh, the section finals this weekend. Nice. So Very cool. Uh, they've got a chance, too. They're a legit squad. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we've covered pro baseball. We've covered high school football. Yes. Now let's talk beer. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Tell me about Nitrovember. So, yeah, Nitrovember is, uh, I believe this is the third year we've been doing it. Um Left Hand is absolutely at the forefront for American craft beers when it comes to nitro beers. Uh, I'm sure that many of your listeners are very familiar with our Milk Stout Nitro. Uh, right now out in stores and at the elevated stores, you can find our Wake Up Dead, which is a Russian Imperial Stout. And midway through the month, we'll have our Bittersweet Nitro, which is a Imperial Coffee Milk Stout. Uh, but six years ago, we started doing uh, Milk Stout Nitro in bottles and... Now you're starting to see a lot of other breweries starting to do nitro bottles as well, but we were the first ones to do it. So we decided, you know what, uh, just doing a week is not enough. We need a whole month to celebrate nitro beers. So I, I know the answer to this question, but a lot of people that listen to this show are fans of beer but might not know all the specifics and the inner workings and whatnot. Explain what nitro beer is. So a nitro beer means we use nitrogen gas instead of CO2. So uh, the most the most common thing is if you have ever seen a Guinness poured at a bar and you see that 
beautiful cascade it does. They were the pioneers for nitro beer. And what a nitro beer does is it mimics a cask ale. So the old like hand pump drawn beers. Mm -hmm. And that's what the idea behind a nitro beer is. Uh, so it, it just kind of changes the texture and it changes. It doesn't change the beer. It changes how your senses perceive the beer. It really does affect all five senses and how silky. you're looking at it. It seems silkier to me. Is that... It absolutely is. It's going to be a silkier smooth. It's going to have a richer texture. Um, and the, one of the funny things is about it, it brings out some of the background flavors because nitrogen will not carry aromas the same way CO2 does. Okay. Huh. Uh, so you're not going to get as much of the aroma. Uh, and also the nitrogen will not agitate the taste buds as much as the CO2 does. So it's not you're not going to get some of those bigger flavors. So you have yeah. to open up these cans. Sorry, you have to open up these cans in a certain way, right? You can't just crank them open. Well, actually, you do crank them. Fun open. thing about yeah. these cans is they're brand new. Uh, Good so, demonstration. Yeah, we got uh, these cans. We just started releasing. I'm having one. Uh, Chris can't drink, so not, I, I know. not that I want to bring that up and rub his face. By law, but, feel my pain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean th these nitro cans we just released. Uh, we partnered with Ball, who's uh, the industry leader in. Uh, can manufacturing they do almost all the biggest breweries um they i believe they can for coca-cola as well um but they innovated this new technology called widget inside so there is uh as opposed to the that big irish brewery that i mentioned um our widget is on this can is attached to the bottom of the can so when it releases the nitrogen it shoots through the beer mm -hmm. up through the top which is going to give you a lot better um it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit all the good spots sure. of the beer. So, from a cost standpoint, is it more expensive, less expensive to do nitro beer as opposed to CO two beer, or is there not really that big of a difference? There, is, I mean, there is going to be an added cost just for a little bit, but I mean, when you're talking about the volumes that we make, it's minuscule. Yeah, it, it brings it. it down, but it is. I mean, it does cost more than just a regular beer. So, how successful will this be? I mean, are people going to be lined up to be part of a Nitro Vember? I mean, is this a this is a pretty big deal. <laughs> well, I, you know, you'll probably see a lot of it. So uh, a lot of your listeners, I'm sure, are um, members of Untapped, the um, app you can get to track your beer. Throughout the month, if you drink any left-hand nitro beers, you're going to get a special Untapped badge. Uh, in Colorado, obviously, our listeners here probably won't see it, but we have uh, the world's only nitro beer festival, which oh, we wow. have a nitro circus going on inside of the festival. So cool. we have people dressed up and on stilts, and it's pretty remarkable. And we're also doing a big promotion where we're giving away a new OtterBox cooler, which is one of these $250, like you can put ice in it in the middle of summer and it'll still be all ice in the week later. Uh, we're giving away one of those coolers for people that take a picture of their themselves with a Milk Stout Nitro beer or Left Hand Nitro beer using the hashtag Left Hand Nitro. Uh, Joe Shea is with us here. He is with Left Hand Brewing Company here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You can find more information about that upcoming tasting that we'll talk about here shortly at elevatedbws.com. Michael? I didn't have anything. Oh, really? I thought you raised your hand. <laughs> no, I was making a little note. You know what I was thinking about? Is oh. what, okay. I, was, I can make something up. You're just writing down the hashtag Left Hand well, Nitro so, so you can do, win that cooler, do you, right? Do you feel that can, Reavers? When you're... It's much that colder. Thing up. It's not only. Do you notice how dense it is? I mean, it's yeah. rock solid, yeah. right? Do you ever have worries about those being shipped around? I mean, they're. I guess they're made to be like that, right? Well, absolutely. But the great thing is, because we are the first uh, American brewery to use this new uh, technology mm -hmm. that Balls developed, we worked with our lab and with their um, 
scientists. I sure. mean, this is this is science. It's science. That's, yeah, this beyond me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the amount of testing that they went through. Mm-hmm. We saw some of the data collection that they did, and they gave us the you know data sheets. And I'm like, I don't know how to read this. Like, sure. no, we know you don't know how to read it, but we're just like, hey, just look at it. But they know you, you can know, ship you, this thing as far as you need to ship it. Yeah, and... they've tested them at insane temperatures, uh, insane hot temperatures, insanely cold temperatures, temperatures these cans will never see, mm-hmm. just to make sure that they're safe for you know shipping around. And, you know, there is a pretty cool uh, video about this. If you take a look on YouTube, just look up Widget Inside or Left Hand Nitro Can. You'll spot that. And uh, they did a really good job explaining what what this uh, new technology uh, allows us to do. Joe, uh, before we run out of time here, uh, what else is coming up for you guys at Left Hand Brewing? And what, what is this, this this Kolsch? I'm unfamiliar with this uh, Kolsch. The Kolsch. Well, the Kolsch is actually our second best seller here in Minnesota throughout the year. It's a brand That's not beer. surprising, by the way. It's, we love Kolsch beer in this in this market. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's a perfect beer for the summer, really light and refreshing, um, and it was received very well. I'm sure uh, you've probably seen some of them around. We've had them at Elevated all summer, uh, and we'll have them throughout the year. And then uh, coming up pretty soon, we're going to have another great beer that's just going to be great, uh, dry, uh, dry hopped golden ale called Juicy Goodness. Oh, boy. Should be hitting the stores <laughs> here in uh, about a month and a half. Nice. So if you got people out there that are Loving that uh, New England IPA craze, kind of in the same flavor profile. Wait, but is this the New England style IPA? Yes. No, this is not. I mean, it's it's in the same vein as the okay. flavor profile, but it's a different style of beer. Okay, but I heard you guys talking about that over the last few weeks. So. It's crazy. Well, and, and the ones that I've been introduced to, I, I can see why. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of that style of beer, so I can see why it's become popular because it's it's more accessible and uh, to the non craft beer drinker. If that yes. makes any sense, it's absolutely it's it's a very good gateway beer for those that are trying to make the conversion to craft beer. And, you know, the New England IPA, I've been saying we've been making them one for two years. It's just our extrovert IPA and you put some orange juice in it. It's good. To go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, I'm, I'm very proud of you. What? When he I, said juicy goodness, you didn't have a... a, a I smirked, f- a five-year-old <laughs> but I didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, Left Hand Brewing will be featured as a tasting guest at Elevated this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you want to come and check out kind of this nitro deal, the new nitro can, it'll be a good opportunity to see kind of what's going on with the beer with that if you haven't had that before. Uh, our tastings are great and free as usual. On Friday, we're going to be in Minneapolis from 5 to 7, and Saturday we'll be in White Bear from 3 to 5. And come and say hi to Joel and try uh, these, you know, the full lineup of beers. We got a, a bunch of great beers, but the nitro stuff too is pretty neat to to check out if you haven't before. And uh, I just want to put out a public service announcement that uh, we've been big fans of having you guys on the show. So I expect both of you to return. Uh, in one piece and mostly alive, <laughs> if that's okay. Yeah, we're going to take a little vacation this weekend and uh, get ourselves ready for the the long haul uh, through the holiday season. Make sure that, you know, everybody gets taken care of for all their gift needs. We got gift cards, we got gift packs, and we're going to... I'm gonna sure hit, you're going someplace relaxing. Hit, high, just... hit high gear for, for all our <laughs> a nice spa, customers. Yeah, yeah nice spa. you know, we're just down, relaxing Down a little south, bit. maybe. So... <laughs> Segwaying away from that, uh, Joe's got one more thing to plug. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that uh, you guys mentioned Hans Lofgren passing away. Oh, yes. Um, right after my tasting and at the White Bear store on Saturday, I'm going to run down to the 7th Street 
truck park. They're doing a fundraiser for his family and his kids for their education fund. It's called Hundos for Hanzi. So come down to the $100 bill, drop it in the jar. It goes to uh, the family of a great person, somebody who honestly would probably want to have a beer show if it weren't for the work that he did with the craft beer industry. Joe, will you do me a favor? Will you put that on on Twitter and tag me in it, please? Absolutely. And I'll make sure that that gets, because I I mean, we only had the chance to talk to him a couple of times. I know... A, everybody loved him and how important he was to the beer community. He was amazing. And, um, you know, I didn't know him that well. I always worked for a different house, but he's one of those guys that he treated you amazing. Uh, Joe Falkowski from uh, Liftbridge said it best that, you know, with Hansi, you started at the top. Right. You know, he just treated you amazing right away. So Yeah, please, please do. Please, yep. please put that out there because I know a lot of people will be interested in that event and want and will want to help out in some regards. Absolutely. So, uh, if people want to reach out, find out more information about Left Hand Brewing, Joe, where can they find that information? Uh, for local stuff, you can always follow me at Beer Bear and LHB on Twitter and Instagram and uh, at Left Hand Brewing for Twitter and Instagram as well for, you know, nationwide stuff. Awesome. Continued success, my man. Thank you very much. Good always a pleasure, guys. And you can find more information online at the Beer Show page at 1500 ESPN.com. For Fred Aloni, this is Reavers. This is The Beer Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Beer Show right here on 1500 ESPN. It's Reavers. It's Fred Aloni. And oh, look, it's our buddy Jeff from Northern Brewer. Hello, Jeff. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good, good. And you actually brought uh, another companion with you. Yes. Uh, Kat is here with Northern Brewer. I'm going to introduce you right now because typically what happens is Jeff starts talking and he doesn't stop. So I want to make sure that I I at least uh, get you into the introduction right away here at the beginning of the segment. Much appreciated. All right. So uh, you guys are back into the uh, the mix as being part of where you always have been a part of the Beer Show family. And uh, if you missed it last week, uh, you guys mentioned some pretty big news at Northern Brewer. We did. So last week, if you can remember, we were uh, talking about a huge remodel and redesign project at the Minneapolis store, uh, which we are very much uh, full She's speed underway. into right I now. saw your pictures <laughs> on social media. If, you, uh, if you're out there in the Twitter world, um, at nbrewer, MSP is the local Northern Brewer Twitter feed, at nbrewer, MSP. Uh, I'm posting up a bunch of pictures of different things going on. Uh, the first couple of days was the big dumpster being delivered and then all of the demolition that's happening in the store. Did you guys so, get to break stuff? Uh, I didn't have to swing a hammer. Why? Uh, no, because we hire people to do that. Yeah, but that Because they want to finish it in 11 days. Yeah, I suppose. They can't just say, hey, Jeff, take some Everybody of this. Everybody grab a sledgehammer. <laughs> you know what? I, I'll be honest. Though, this is really funny because I watch HGTV as sure. well, right? And, and they swing like that massive sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. That is not the way they demo. And I'm sorry to no, ruin this for everybody, out. but they just take little tiny hammers and they just cut big sheets out and they just come out in one chunk. Yep. So, oh, don't it, ruin. I, I don't, know. On I don't cable, want to know how the sausage is made. But it's, it's just, uh, it's not that cool. It, yeah, it's, All right. yeah, it's fine. So you guys are going to be closed. So how many more days till we're back we open? We are closed uh, until next Friday. So we're closed through November 10th. Just Minneapolis. Though. Just the Minneapolis oh. store. Uh, and then we're open on 11-11. That's going to be our soft opening Saturday. Uh, the Triple S. We, did we just coin that? I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm not sure. soft opening. Maybe well, that, it's I don't S-O-S. know if marketing's going to love that. It's let's, let's back away from that. <laughs> um, but we're going to have a huge grand opening uh, celebration on 11-18. So that's the next Saturday. The Saturday before uh, Black Friday. So oh. when you go through this process of you know having a really successful store that a lot of people go to and sure. a lot of people in the craft beer world are very familiar with and know about... When you you know shut it down for eleven days and yeah yeah we can go to St. Paul. How do you relaunch? I mean, what is what is kind of the 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 method here? So there's a couple of different things. Obviously, we have a pretty huge online social media presence. We have a marketing department up at our corporate headquarters that's tackling a lot of this. We also have a PR firm uh, that's helping with a, a lot of this too. So we're kind of coming at it from a lot of different angles. 
Um, we have great relationships with the homebrew clubs in town here. So a number of different clubs are actually going to show up and brew on site on the grand opening and actually cool. sample out some of their beers too, uh, which is going to be really fun. And uh, I don't know, a lot of different angles. Uh, we're hoping to bring in some industry folks and maybe some former Northern Brewer uh, employees uh, to come take a look around before we open. So uh, if you're one of those former employees, you might be getting an email. So check oh, your inbox. Not. No former and, employees. Uh, who knows? It, you know maybe why? I'll even send out a uh, email to uh, Reavers and Fratelloni to sweet. come by and step by a little. That early. is sweet. Every yeah. former employee went and opened a brewery. So they're too busy because that's what you learn, Reavers, when you go to Northern, is you learn how to brew and then you open a brewery. That's right. Then you buy cars and you just make money. <laughs> is that how it works? I think that's, it's a four-step plan. I, I think every brewer Northern, I know in this town still drives a really crappy car. <laughs> yeah, but they could. They, they take if a they jet to where it's parked. <laughs> All right, so Kat, uh, what is your role with Northern Brewer? I am the assistant manager at the Minneapolis location, so right. I work with Jeff at that store. My condolences. Boy, <laughs> thank you. That's so, uh, are you a home brewer as well? I am, yes. Okay, so what made you decide that this was going to be your career path? Uh, the sheer love of brewing. Uh, I was working at Whole Foods at the time mm-hmm. and had an excellent job there, uh, but reached the point where I was looking for something that involved a little bit more learning, a little bit more interactivity, and, and that gave me the opportunity to get hands-on and to brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Northern Brewer does a great job at allowing its employees the opportunity to train by actually brewing and getting uh, into the equipment and learning everything so that we can talk to customers intelligently about what's going on. Well, and I think that that's a really valid uh, piece. And I say this every time Jeff comes on, but, you know, walking into your store, I don't get talked down to. You know, I to be honest, it's it's almost like joining a gym mm-hmm. because you're so apprehensive about how everybody else is going to perceive you sure. that that makes you stay in the car and not want to go in and work out. I'm being dead serious about this. So I, I imagine that some of those same fears exist when someone walks into your store for the very first time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all of us have screwed it up as mm-hmm. much as it is possible to screw it up, so we can hopefully talk you through the mistakes that we've made. How bad was uh, your first batch? You to, uh, my first batch was fine. It was probably my fourth or fifth batch where I thought I knew what I was doing and didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was not particularly Did it instantly go down the drain? I wouldn't say instantly. Uh, I held on to it for a while, thinking it might turn around. <laughs> it's going to uh, age it better in the bottle. Right. It's going to get better. It no. doesn't. No. no. <laughs> it really so, doesn't. okay, I, I'm interested. So you followed the recipe to a T or followed the kit to a T your first time or no? Uh, my first time, yes. And then yeah, so I what What did you decide to do by going off the grid to thinking it was going to become better? I'm, I'm always curious upon uh, on things like this. You, you went to all grain or something instead of just a... Right. Well, okay. actually, I did go to all grain. My first all grain batch went fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to a different recipe, uh, made my own recipe, changed up the format, and then forgot to get everything. Okay. <laughs> and Oops. then ended up making it anyway, and that didn't turn out particularly So you well. you can't substitute, is, I guess, is that is that the lesson that you was learned? You can substitute, but it's good to be mindful about what you're making. Sure. Uh, okay. That you've got all of the ingredients on hand ahead of time. You cannot put asparagus in for hops. Ah. Not a great substitute. It doesn't work. No. Or kale. Or kale. Kale. Does kale work? I mean, we use kale for everything now, don't we? Oh, Super healthy. Man. Yes. Uh, okay, so the store is going to reopen on the 18th. I, I, what about like if for classes and things like that, the people that you have come in that teach classes, what are they doing in the meantime? Yep, so uh, we're going to relaunch our class schedule on December 2nd, and we'll have classes again. Uh, we hold classes every weekend. There's a class every Saturday, every Sunday at Northern Brewer, whether it's Minneapolis store or the St. Paul store. So uh, look forward to that. The class is already posted. You can go to uh, Eventbrite and um, just type in the search bar Northern Brewer and everything will come up there. Uh, Remember, the St. Paul store is still open, regular hours, and the classes are going on there. So if you need something locally, 
uh, pop into there, and uh, Adam and his team over there are going to be great to help you out. Uh, also, if you're a Minneapolis Store customer and you don't want to go across town because you're close to us in South Minneapolis, uh, anything you order from us on northernbrewer.com, you can use promo code BEERSHOW, one word, um, and uh, we'll uh, give you free shipping so you don't have to come in if you don't want to. That's really, really cool. Yep. And obviously, because I know a lot of people are planning ahead for holiday buying season, too. Yep. I'm sure that that's a big part of, of, yep. of that plan. Have too. it shipped to you. Uh, even if you can wait, um, this is an opportunity for free shipping. So mm-hmm. if you want to have something to deliver to your house, great. Do it up. Uh, a question for each of you. Um, what are you guys both seeing buying trends? What are what are home brewers now kind of evolving towards? Or is there even a trend? Or does it is it an ever constantly evolving cycle? Cat, go ahead and you go ahead and answer first. Yeah, electric brewing options. So something that allows folks to be able to brew their entire batch in the house without having to go outside and brew when it's negative 30 degrees if they want to make a batch. Oh, so you don't need to have a propane tank. It's an electric heater that heats up your boil. Yeah, it's something that they can plug into their outlet uh, and that they can do 100% comprehensively in the house. Does that compromise the quality of beer when it's an electronic? Not in the slightest. Okay, so then why? I mean, I I don't know the answer to this, but Mm -hmm. so why doesn't everybody do it that way then? Uh, It can be expensive to get into because you might be looking at, uh, you don't necessarily have to, but you might look at upgrading your electrical setup uh, so that you have more power that's going to the outlets that you can run a more intensive coil to boil your batch faster. You know what would be great, Reavers, is your wife comes home one day and your house smells deliciously like fresh beer that you boiled in the basement compared to just like a plug-in, a Febreze plug-in. Because it's got to have a sense, right? Just think how great your house would smell if you just brewed beer in the basement. Or. Or. <laughs> you think she wouldn't be excited about that? Or. Uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, sure. Sure. I get what I you're mean, going that, with. You could just hold her and say, those are citra hops you're smelling. Uh, well, all I was thinking about when she's talking about, you know, the um, the, the the plug-in electrical system for the home mm-hmm. brew kit is, you know, she's saying the demand for power. Sure. All I'm picturing now is. Clark Griswold's yes, meter yes, running when he's yes. got all the lights plugged in <laughs> in Christmas vacation. That's the only thing I could picture now. Because that's what would happen to me if I attempted a home brew. Sure. Um, okay, you didn't answer that question. Uh, I, well, I agree with Kat. That there, there is a lot of talk about electric brewing systems, which um, the equipment has gotten a lot more state-of-the-art, which is very cool. And actually, the price is coming down, which is very cool, too. Northern Brewer is about to launch uh, a, an electric um, brewing kettle in system right now. I... Uh, it's actually launched in the catalog right now, but um, the product is going to be uh, in here, ready to ship out before the holidays, which will be great. Um, stay tuned on that because it'll be a big announcement on the website. Cool. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, it's still hoppy. It's still hazy IPAs. It's still experimenting with high-gravity beers, anything oak or barrel-aged, um, bourbon beers, anything like that. I mean, uh, the fun part about being able to do this at home is because you can stretch the limits, right? You can go hoppier. You can go more bitter if you like that. You can go higher in alcohol. You can go whatever. You know, you can decide uh, whatever you want. So. And your batches don't need to be big. It doesn't need to be nope. a super big expense. If you blow it, you nope. just dump it. And... Yeah, I mean, you're, if you come into the store and you talk to us, we're going to do everything we can to set you up to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something happens, uh, it happens. It's a small batch. It's not that big of a deal. Sure. But um, I think you'll find uh, most of you out there who haven't tried this yet, just like many of our new customers have, is um, follow the directions well and make sure you're, um, you know, make sure things are clean and sanitary, just like you would for cooking. And you follow the directions and uh, get enough time. Uh, your batch is going to turn out just fine. And by the way, I got to give you credit because you know you were the first one last week as, as we evolved into this the, the New England style IPA that we yep. talked about. Then we had fifty six brewing on right. right after you guys. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I, I, you were one hundred percent right. So it's, it's completely in my wheelhouse, and it's now my new obsession. So it's extremely hoppy beer without being bitter, right? So those are two different 
words in the beer industry that are often confused with one another. Bitterness and hoppiness. Like, oh, this beer is too bitter or this beer is too hoppy. They're used interchangeably. They're not the same thing. No. Bitter is that really dry, back of the throat kind of feeling that you get from, you know, from uh, from that uh, plant material in the hops that kind of dries everything out. But um, depending on where you add your hops in the boil or in the brewing process, you don't necessarily have to extract all of that bitterness, but you can get a lot of that floral and uh, the aromatics and all the wonderful flavor of the hops without actually getting something that's going to dry out uh, your tongue in the back of the throat. So, and are um, we seeing a lot of that of purchasing if, a lot to, to make that, that to yep. make that style yep. of beer too? A lot, too? A lot yeah. of times that just means adding a lot of really crazy, um, you know, American-grown hops at the end of the boil or in during what we call a dry hop, which is going into the fermenter with the uh, with the fermentation, and um, because it doesn't have that heat and boiling element to it, we don't extract the bitterness out of those hops. What if, what if I make a keg of beer at home? Can I do that? Can I buy those materials? We do. That... Uh, kegging systems are one of the most sought after and uh, and actually one of the most sold products that we have, especially during the holiday season. So, so kegging is so much easier. Most homebrewers out there are doing bottles. House. Okay. <laughs> bottles, bottles, forever. bottles. And there's bottles everywhere and you got to yeah. clean every single bottle, especially 12-ounce bottles, right? Mm. That's the, the standard, like, you know, what you buy a six-pack sure. of or a 12-pack. Um, you got to clean every one of those mm-hmm. once you drink out of them because if you're going to put another beer in there later, uh, if you don't clean them out, your beer is going to go bad. Sure. Just like you would for dishes, right? Yeah. You're not going to put, you know, uh, good food on dirty dishes. Mm-hmm. I'm not. So I could get a kegging system for my home, yep. actually make beer, put it into a keg, yep. then have a kegging system maybe by my hot tub. Yep. I could have it out by the yep. hot tub. You just, instead of filling <laughs> 52 12 ounce bottles, you fill one big canister. Why doesn't that seem like a really good yep. idea? And then instead of waiting two weeks for it to carbonate, it's like two days. Okay, it's that much faster. Yeah. And so we're not talking like these full barrel. We're like those cylinder, pop cylinders that you saw. That's what people are filling with beer. The, nope, these are five-gallon kegs oh, really? that you, okay. can, uh, you can flip the lid and get into. Really? Ravers. I, cool. I, lo- I love you're the idea guy. I know. I, love I just think. Every customer uh, we talk to that does kegging says, I can't believe I waited so long, and I'm never going back to bottle. Okay. Very cool. And that's the information that you'll get once those classes resume that's right. at Northern Brewer. Uh, people want to find out more information, all the information. Where is that, sir? Northernbrewer.com or the two stores in town. 60th and Lindale is the South Minneapolis store right across the street from Bachman's or in St. Paul on Grand Avenue just west of Lexington. And remember, if you order anything online, use code BEERSHOW. And we'll give you free shipping. Awesome. Talk to you again next week, man. Sounds good. Uh, That's going to do it for our edition of the Northern Brewer Beer Run here on The Beer Show. We're going to be back for one final segment. Don't touch that radio dial, friends. This is The Beer Show. Final segment of The Beer Show right here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Red Cow. Michael and Ian are here in studio. Welcome back, guys. Hey, how you doing? Good to be back. Uh, so you guys obviously have always a ton of stuff going on with Red Cow. In addition to having a very successful set of restaurants, uh, you guys have a lot of things going on with Red Cow. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the new location itself. How is the new location? Because I don't, I don't remember if we've had you on since you guys opened, have we? I don't. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Yeah. Yeah. So how obviously it's going well. I've got to imagine. Yeah, it's fantastic. So we opened at the end of August, and it's been gangbusters ever since. Want to tell people where it is? Yeah, for sure. It's on uh, twenty. It's twenty six twenty six Hennepin Avenue in Uptown. So old Green Mill. Yeah. So Red Cow Uptown has been open for a couple months, and it's it's fantastic. It's big. It's beautiful. We 
gutted it completely. Uh, beautiful new bar and beautiful and kept some of the existing structures. So there's a nice floor from. Is green it mill the same there. size as when it was the green mill? Uh, technically, because we didn't like take out any. Okay. Uh, uh, we did cut off like the side on the south side that was like the sunroom kind of area. Mm-hmm. Sure. Turned that into our patio. So the that was interior... always a weird spot that southern yeah, area. Absolutely. They, the waiters never came up to you. It's like, hey, I'm back here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that problem. Okay. So. Good. <laughs> well, here's here's a ready for a little philosophizing. These guys are sponsors of the beer show. <laughs> sure. Ergo, they have the most successful restaurant chain here in cities. They, I don't know why they're even doing any advertising because you can barely get into your shop sometimes. You guys are so busy. Congratulations. Thank you. That's yeah. that's that's what we try to do. So. That's Mike's way of giving you a backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, that is, that is a full, uh, I live right in uh, Cathedral Hill in St. Paul. I go there. Man, It is. you guys are packed every single second, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. awesome. We're really lucky. Yeah. Well, it's not luck. You're doing something <laughs> right, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Reavers doesn't get stuff by luck. He's looking at it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a magnet is what <laughs> I am. Uh, so you were just telling me about a really cool event that you guys have coming up on November 8th featuring Surly. And uh, speaking of being packed, I can't imagine that this won't be massively popular. Yeah, I think it's going to be super awesome. So it's uh, November 8th at Red Cow North Loop, uh, which is in downtown Minneapolis. Um, so we are starting at 4 p.m. We're going to be uh, tapping 12 different Surly beers, uh, the highlights of which are uh, three different versions of, of Darkness. So... Uh, this year's darkness, uh, last year's darkness, which has been sitting, sitting in a keg for the last year, and then uh, barrel aged darkness. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, it's crazy. You've got a keg of last year's darkness. You know it. They're going to be lining up a week ahead of time just well, to come and in. We're, your... we're tapping them sequentially. So at 4 p.m. they'll be the 2017. Uh, okay. Uh, 6 p.m. we're going to be uh, releasing the 2016 that's been keg conditioned, and then the barrel-aged darkness that's been in a whiskey barrel for a year will be at uh, 8 o'clock. Because people go nuts over this beer, and, yeah. and rightfully so. It's Absolutely. a great it's a great beer made by a great company, but people go insane for this beer. There are already people super excited about it. Our staff is like kind of oh, like I'm sure. jazzed Freaking about out. it, so they're like, sure. I can't get, wait to get off work, and hopefully and it's still on. This is North Loop, you said. Now yes. Okay, so it's big. Luckily, you can get some people in yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. It's our biggest stores. We do a, a ton of different events, and we've got... Mm-hmm. Staffed up like crazy, so we're, a lot of people will be sitting around the bar able to get it, uh, some awesome beer. Question about that location, because a lot of people often associate that area with you know the Twins and the baseball season, mm-hmm. but it's always busy in the North Loop because yeah. there's a lot of people that live in the North Loop yeah, year-round. It's, it's crazy because like over we opened that almost three years ago in February, and since then, I think like every other block has a new apartment building mm-hmm. on it, and you w- drive down and you see... Big white buildings that are wrapped, waiting to have, put siding on them that are actually going to have people in them pretty soon. So the density isn't just, like, increased. It's still increasing. And let's face it, everything's moved from downtown. I mean, unless you're going to Target Center or, you know, one of the hotels downtown, everything's moving to the North Loop because mm-hmm. it's just more comfortable to get into, a little safer. A lot of real positives of being in the North Loop, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. And Target Center being open has been awesome, too. The uh, the renovation's beautiful, but one of our biggest draws is Timberwolves games. It's mm-hmm. been, it's always been awesome, and it's even better now. Now that they're actually they pretty winning. good, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> There's more people going. Yeah, to more games. people will be there. Unless... <laughs> so you did. Uh, you mentioned the November eighth event featuring twelve different Surly beers. I have to ask you because uh, one of my new favorites out there right now is the Double IPA, the Abrasive Ale. Is that going to be one of them it that's is. featured? Yes, Michael. Have you had this beer yet? Yes. Oh my God! It's a it, you know it's one of those beers that I don't love to drink because it. I'm a one beer guy. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> that was one punch I took." Well, yes and no. Because at, I don't see. I don't drink at home like you do. You drink at home. Oh, I love drinking. So drink you at can home. have a couple God, beers to sit on your couch. I don't. I just don't drink at home. So I'm out. And I, I like to have a little bit more sessionable beers when I'm drinking. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to say I drink at home. I drink at Reavers Bar. <laughs> at Reavers Bar. <laughs> yeah, you nice. know. 
Hold on, let me walk up Every to the fridge. Every blue moon, fridge. you have to throw yourself out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me walk out to the fridge in my garage and you get you kids. another what one. What are you walking out to the fridge floor? Well, I got the garage fridge. Yeah, you tell them to go greatest, get you a beer. That's the greatest <laughs> yeah, invention ever. Six-year-old. Well, go. I tend to not begin until the kids are in oh, bed. I was going to say, just keep some nickels next to you and say, hey. You want to earn a nickel? You at least go like get dollar you, yeah. coins these uh, days. No, no. That'll kids, conclude kids, Mike. Don't, kids don't understand math. You can give them a nickel. <laughs> That'll conclude Mike's parenting yeah. moment here on 1500 ESPN. So uh, wait, wait, Michael. I want to find out what's next. What are we opening? What's what's the new thing? Because I know you guys are They just finished. opened a place in so, August. Yeah, they opened say. a place, and it's been busy every single second since they opened it. So there's no way they're not planning something different. Right. I mean, we're planning. We have a couple things in the works right now, but nothing... Solidified where I can say anything on the radio. Talk about it, about it right so now. How many locations? It's four? Four Red Cows yeah. and then Red Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so okay. five total locations. Obviously, we've done Red Rabbit and Uptown in the last nine months. So mm-hmm. we're playing a little catch up, getting the growing pains <laughs> underneath us. I suppose. Right now. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a different menu at Red Rabbit than it is at the other yes, at the Red yep. Cow. This is this is the oysters, yep, and pizza, it, pasta, oysters. Yeah. Yep. So same feel as Red Cow, just different menu is what we want. Do you think you'll there. run with that label more, or do you, or do you think you're going to stay with uh, Red Cow um, or both? You have no idea. To be decided. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about it yesterday, and we were all like. We're going to decide soon. It's kind of an unfair test because where you guys are, you're so successful in those two spots. It's hard to say, wow, can one of these make it in St. Louis Park? You know, like, which one would you put in St. Louis Park? It would probably be a red cow that would work in St. Louis Park, right? Right. You'd have to try that. Because, I mean, when you're in the North Loop and killing it, you don't have a, it's not a fair judge. Right. Right, yeah. Well, you guys have that, almost that tap room feel when I go to one of your stores. And Mm -hmm. I I hope that that's a fair assessment. What I mean by that is, you know, you, you associate a tap room with, you know, a residential area where it's kind of a hip, cool place to hang out. And I, I kind of associate you guys in that same vein, if that's fair. I think that's very accurate. I mean, it's the whole thing about a tap room and why it's fun to go is that it's communal. There's, you know, it's it's kind of loud. There's a lot of people around. It's, it's There's a, a vibe. Space, There's energy. Just, yes. And, and energy is the perfect way to say it. And that's what we're going for. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we didn't mention all 12 beers, except for my gloating of the abrace ale for Surly Free. Well, you got the, the big event. ones. You got the darkness. That's got to yeah. be the Well, big right. One. That is the, you're right. That yeah. is the, that is the huge draw. We've got the, uh, I mean, the, the old staples of Hell, Furious, um, Todd the Axeman, uh, Damien, which it's is. just T the Axeman now. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> got to get rid of the name Todd. <laughs> okay. the, the, I think it's now just called the Axeman, yeah. isn't it? Okay. Uh, Furious Black, which is their Furious Black Ale. Uh, and then the other two ones that are super, or Inherent Vice, which is their Hefeweizen, um, and then Barrel-Aged Pentagram, so they're sour, uh, they're sour, that sour's been aged in a rum barrel, mm-hmm. so that's going to be super cool, and then... What's um, that one called? Pentagram. Pentagram, yeah, I don't think I've had that it's, one. It's a sour, and usually it's it's fantastic. Sure. Uh, and this is a different version of it that's rum barrel-aged, so I'm super excited about that, because <laughs> I love rum and sour beers, so it's like... Weird, and that sounds great. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love rum and sour beers and drinking, so I'm going to drink that yeah, one. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. It's going to be awesome. And then we have uh, their 10th anniversary beer, uh, so that's also been barrel aged. So that's awesome. Well, 11 was this year, so yeah. Is this tic- a ticketed event, or is this? Nope. Can I sh- just show just up show and up. it's and it's okay? Yeah, come on in. Yeah, come on in. Have a burger. Drink a couple beers. You know, do you horrible. open for lunch? I mean, are you guys open for lunch? Yep, so I, I don't have to be there at 4. I can, like, find a spot at 2.30. Um, some of the beers aren't going to be tapped until 4. Yeah, but so. I can at least get in and Absolutely. get a spot so my yeah. butt will be in it. Because you can't pull me out of there once I'm my butt's <laughs> on a seat. I mean, yeah, all the, all the regular ones, uh, TVX, man, you know, Furious TVX, Hell. Yes. Uh, and maybe even a couple other ones will be on earlier. But okay. the, the, real, the, the darknesses definitely have tapping times at 4, 6, and 8. All right, so we have a couple of minutes to go here. Anything else that you guys would like to promote for Red Cow? 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, every December we do our 12 beers of Christmas. Uh, we're actually going to be on at the end of November as well to talk about this. But This is a really cool event. Yeah. I know you guys came on last year, too, to talk about yeah, this. So every other day we do of December, we do a different beer. It's generally limited. Um, oftentimes it's barrel-aged. Uh, this year we're launching our collaboration number eight, uh, which we're doing with Indeed, which is going to be a cranberry sour. So they oh, make the, the Wooden Soul series they do is insane, incredible. And I, I had the opportunity to go over to their Sour Brewery just on the road, actually here mm. near where that we are That almost now. sounds perfect yeah. for post-Thanksgiving. It's going to be yeah. awesome. So, and, yeah. and one of the brewers said it's some of the most vibrantly colored beer they had ever seen. Really? So, this is from yeah. Indeed? It's from it, Indeed. It, it, yeah. There's such good guys at Indeed, yeah. Yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And oh. Wooden Soul is, I mean, they make awesome beer, but Wooden Soul is, like, truly unique in this in city. How long when you, so is this a keg for each beer, one of the 12? Um, it's going to be... One with it's sixteen half barrels, so we'll get you know. Uh, oh, sorry, we're talking about um, yeah. twelve beers. Um, we there'll be a keg, yeah. So each store has there's probably like eighteen to twenty unique beers, and then we're uh, kind of spreading them up between the the four stores. Okay, each store has one beer every other day. So literally, it, they will get, sell it out that day. Yeah, yes, I mean, exactly. if not in a couple hours or whatever. And there's a few beers on there. Um, we'll talk about this more at the end of the month. But that there's like five or six in the city, and we have four of them. So, wow. yeah, or there's Very some cool. that there's one and we got it like some stuff from Toplin Goliath that there's mm-hmm. six kegs coming in and we got five of them. Mm-hmm. So, well, that you is- guys are selling a lot of beer, so I can see why people are giving <laughs> yeah. you the access to it. Are you guys getting hit up so often that it's becoming difficult because you guys don't have an unlimited supply of tap handles, but mm-hmm. there's an unlimited supply of beer out there. We're, we're definitely a, a place where people uh, go and we have a lot of very good relationships that we, that we take care of as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And our real passion is serving great beers. So if the beer's good, we'll get it on. Sure. Um, and we have so many tap lines, 36 at two restaurants and 48 at the other two. You have a chance that, to get everything. Yeah, we have an opportunity. Uh, and there is a lot of good beer made here and, you know, in multiple different markets across the country. So awesome. uh, we have a lot of good beer on. Michael, Ian, thanks so much for coming on. People want to reach out and try to get a spot at one of your uh, four locations or f- five locations, including Red Rabbit. Where can they do that? Uh, the best place is going on um, uh going to redcowmn.com or red rabbit um checking our hours we are first come first serve so trying to come in at a you know four o'clock five o'clock is your best bet mm-hmm. um otherwise we do use no wait which is the nap uh, he was and, directing that at you yeah. fred aloni yeah. yes <laughs> i know how spot. to get in awesome yeah thanks guys thank you appreciate it. we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks absolutely yeah. awesome that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the beer show if you missed any portion of the program you can always check out the podcast that you can find online at 1500espn.com and also at podcast one thank you michael thank you you're the best uh the dan levitard show is up next right here on the home of sports talk in the Twin Cities. We are 1500 ESPN. Until next Thursday night, cheers.